Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod Usage Rate. Uh, we're going to be doing some super coach work again today with Mr. Baz. How are we, mate? Yeah, usually I'm going well and being good, but today I'm going well and being very nervous watching the Jackies just Ooh. play then against New Zealand. Um, pretty good, aren't they? So they were good, but got a little bit tight and I got a little bit nervous, mm. but uh, all's well that ends well. Yeah, absolutely. It's points on the board. Uh, another five points on their ladder tally for the Blitz, which is pretty handy. So um, before we get into it, just want to give a quick shout out to our uh, super coach sponsor, Jibber's Hot Sauce. Um, so Jibber has given us a, a discount code for 15% off with, the, with it being UR15. So if you want to get your hands on some of the uh, best hot sauce in the country, even got some high quality merch as well. Head over to his Instagram page and that'll take you to uh, his website. So make sure you go and check that out. He's uh, also offered up a $250 prize pack for the winner of uh, Supercoach League. So um, we have just opened an unlimited league. So we can have as many people in that as want to join so the code for that one is two four eight seven zero five two four eight seven zero five so uh see if they can knock you off your perch mate sounds good sounds good good luck Um, yeah we've also got the tipping comp which is uh starting to get a few more people on so uh that's why the link tree on the uh instagram page and this is the prize right here, signed Jack McVeigh jersey. And uh, he's been looking pretty good this morning, Assassin, through the blitz so far, mate. He's um, He's got a new foul shot routine as well. Does and he? And lives up to his name. Lives up to his name with a smile and Assassin. He has a bit of a smile beforehand. Goes and knocks him home. I like it. Real good boy basketball energies. Yeah. He's a great man. <laughs> right, oh. So, um... We uh, we're going to go over a few different things today, mate. We're going to start off with our guns so far. So the hustling heroes, like sort of been the hustling uh, heroes dominating the blitz. Who have you got? Um, I've got a guy, and it's probably going to be on everyone's list, everyone's radar. And if they've if they're interested in NBL Supercoach and they have not considered him, um, it's Got to be Tyler Cook um, from Southeast Melbourne. Uh, I listened to your podcast earlier today. You mentioned that uh, you guys think he's playing for a contract. So at the moment, um, it looks that way, and he's putting up some great numbers. He put up a score of uh, 48 um, with a 29 and 9 game. So if he can sneak one more rebound in there um, and finish off with a game of 29 and 10, he's looking at a score of 54, um, which would be up there with one of the top points for the the blitz so far. So Tyler Cook, he can be your centre or he can be your forward. Um, I currently have four imports on my starting lineup. So oh. if you can, if you go on with a similar strategy to me, you've got the opportunity to get him. And at 277 with their break even of 24, he looks like getting the cash early. So if he starts well, goes up in price, you can, if they, Southeast Melbourne, whatever they decide to do with him, they decide to keep him. You got yourself a really good pick. 
if if not, um, I'm sure he's going to be picked up somewhere else and put up as many points and boards elsewhere. So um, Tyler Cook's uh, my hustling hero or one of mine, uh, which I'm pretty happy with. Yep. So you're definitely starting with him with that dominant early fixture. Yeah, definitely starting with him. Yep. Yeah. He's a he's one of the guys I haven't changed in the past uh, past three days since we last spoke. He's uh he's been locked on, so I'm happy with Tyler Cook. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's been awesome, hasn't he? Um, I'll be very interested to see what he can do if they uh, play Mitch Creek in their third game, um, see see how those two sort of fit together. I don't think he'll probably um, drop his numbers too much. Maybe his points output a little bit. Um, but, yeah, he's been, he's been awesome. Um, and I like what you said about the flexibility between the forward and the centre spot for him. I think that's really important, that flexibility aspect of putting your team together. Who else you got? Yeah, and um, it, I've also got uh, the Tassie local. We've been hot on this guy since uh, since we heard that he signed, or since he was interested in coming into the league. We were very excited, and if you watched his game, he was phenomenal. Um, yeah. Taron Armstrong, um, he, oh, he was yep. very very good. Yep. Um, so I enjoyed watching him play. Um, he played a he just controlled the pace of the game. He had seven assists, which is huge. Oh. He had eight boards for a guard. He didn't get the points. Um, he only had four points, which isn't many. But he's going to get a triple-double at some stage. Um, and he's always going to be hovering around that double-double mark. So, the 69K, um, I really like the look of Taron. Yep. Um, obviously, we spoke about last week with the fixture. So, it depends when you decide to bring him in. If you decide to start with him, um, I wouldn't blame you. Um, mm. But, obviously, you just know that he's not going to be playing for a few weeks early on. Yep. Yep. Like, when you said... Um... Uh, local Tassie boy and coming to the league straight away. I thought you were going to say Jordan Crawford, even though he's obviously not a local. Uh, but he he's excited me that much. Yeah, I'll, uh, well, we'll talk about him later because he's on he's on another list of mine. Okay, right. So who's your third hustling hero? My third hustling hero was the only person that I thought showed a bit of heart in the Adelaide game, mm-hmm. um, and that was Big Isaac Humphreys. Um, on he's priced at two fifty one, which is cheaper than the import by twenty uh, k. So if you're looking to maybe upgrade at the other positions or be able to afford a player in the four hundred k area, Humphreys is one step. I think you can go to to being able to do that. Yeah. Um, he had a really good game. Um, twenty two point seven boards, um, two assists and one steal. The only negative is he didn't have a block, um, but also low turnovers as well. So. He had a score first up at 34, which I think is great, um, and especially around that 251. I think he's going to start in that centre position and obviously hold that down. Um, him and Wiley are probably the two that are going to work together there in those power forward centre spots. So the minutes are definitely there for him, um, and he definitely looked passionate and looked like he really wanted to be out there for Adelaide. So threw down some nice dunks too. So Isaac Humphreys, um, he's my third um, hustling hero. Yeah, I really liked his game as well. Um... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he was probably the only Adelaide guy to show a little bit of heart out there. Um, and they're, they're on tonight as well. So um, as we speak, let's have a quick look. Oh, Jesus, Adelaide are down 23 to 2. Holy shit. Did Humphreys get the two points for us? Oh, it's 22 to 4 now. Yeah, and Humphreys got the two points. What the hell? That's oh, unbelievable. And Pinder is owning him. Nine points, two assists, two steals at the moment. What the hell? 
I'll, I'll call it episode one. Um, or episode one was the intros, and that was pretty humorous for people that uh, are not basketball fans. Uh, just wanted to have a, have a bit of a laugh. Um, but the, the next episode, the Adelaide preview, straight up I said Adelaide, we're going to finish last. And I watched them play for a few minutes the other day, three, four minutes, and I still uh, – that was enough. Jesus. <laughs> I reckon by the sounds of it, most other people have probably watched for three, four minutes tonight too. Yeah. Jeez, the ratings are down tonight, I reckon. What the hell? That's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, right up. I'll go over my heroes. So I've got um I've got a little bit of a different tact to you. I've sort of gone uh a couple of guys that perhaps we didn't expect. Uh or all three of them we probably didn't expect, but one of them is a bit more a lot more of an established player. So I've gone with Kyron Galloway. No, I haven't. I've gone with Jalen Galloway uh, from Sydney. Um, so priced at 124. Um, he's a forward. Um, and he rocked out with 38 points uh, in 25 minutes, 18 points, five boards, four assists, three steals, and one turnover. His slashing ability is unreal. I think he's a guy that um, just fits that system so well. His instincts on defence are elite. Um, he played some summer league minutes with Minnesota. And if he continues to play like he did last night, then I can't see why he can't uh, make his way to um, take that jump to the NBA. He impressed me that much. Um, and as I said, only priced at 124. So um, some of the other guys that we're sort of looking, looking at around that sort of range, I think that... Uh, with his early form um, and the way that he let the game come to him were unreal. Yeah, do you think, um, obviously with his stat line, he may not average those 18 points, mm. but he's probably going to hover around those five assists, um, mm. five rebounds sort of area. Um, yeah. May not average that three steals, but might get you to a, to a game or also have a game where he gets a high number of steals. And he's probably going to be a low turnover guy. So, yeah. yeah, I reckon that's a great pick. I like that. And I think he's in for a massive year. Yeah, I think he can probably uh, average 10 points. Yep, the five boards, maybe two assists. So you'd be looking at 15, 19 points there. I think steals and blocks combined, probably two. Um, So 25 and a turnover. You're looking at 23 points a game from those predictions, which is nothing to laugh at for that price. No, I wouldn't be laughing at all. I reckon that's a great price for him. Um, I'll give him a next one. Um, I've changed this one up. I've gone with Ben Eyre from South East Melbourne Phoenix. Um, he just a confidence guy. He got he has that much swagger. Um, the game that he played for Cairns last year, his style was was that again with some additional swag. So, yeah, he really impressed me. So he's had. He had 13 in the first game, which is not great, but priced at 108. But then the the other game, he had 24. So we're always, you'd be thinking somewhere in between there. Um, but, yeah, he he really impressed me. Um, I think at that 108 price, if anyone's looking at those guys, sort of like your next uh, sort of guys, I think his production will be pretty similar to some of them in the guard spot. Um, and he's priced at that seven grand cheaper, which you can obviously every dollar is vital. Um, and he's 
their guard rotation is pretty thin. So he's going to get opportunity. And he's going to get hot for mm. a game. He's going to get Jibba's hot sauce hot for a game. Oh, yes. An absolute... And absolutely turn it on, isn't he? And if you can do that in the first three games, you're going to see that break even drop dramatically. It'll go up in price really quickly. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good pick. You get also favourable schedule with Southeast Melbourne. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if he can have a nice game in one of those first first five, um, yeah, you can certainly see him go up. And I think you're right there, thin on the guard. And he brings that um, three-point shooting. So that's always something that teams are looking for. So, yeah. I agree with the Ben Epic. I quite like him. It'll be interesting to see what sort of rotation they go with when Matt Kenyon's back, though, for mine. Um, if they want to start with that defensive sort of aspect um, and then um, Ben Eyre will sort of come off the bench and Kapow, maybe his numbers could be a little bit above um, that that average at the moment. Like I said, the five games early, um, same as Sydney. So pretty high on those couple of guys. Um, my other one also plays five games in the first three rounds. Uh, from Melbourne, priced at two fifty five, is Delhi. He God. has shot the piss out of it. He's um he had twenty eight, three two, one, and three turnovers for a total of thirty two in the first game, and then in the second game had twenty points, five three, a block, and no turnovers for thirty four points. So. An average of 33. He's priced at 226. But coming coming on as uh, in the second unit, he played 19 minutes in the first one, 22 minutes in the second one, and he's scoring in the 30s. Can you do it? He's what did I say? 255. So he's 22 less, 22k less than the import. And he's scoring better than some of us guys. His jump shot. Yeah, looks I'll probably, I'll probably, his jump shot looks faster. Um, yeah. I'll probably He's own not an apology. I yeah. yeah, I didn't want my do not touch list, so I'll probably mm. own an apology. And I know he's he's probably listening out there as well. So um, yeah. they're just loving what he's doing in those first yeah. preseason games. The the probably the big difference is that you look at him coming in as the sixth man. He's not playing against the starters, mm. um, so that obviously might happen from time to time, but. Um, it means that he's he's probably playing against some of those younger players and, and he's definitely got the experience. So mm. I'm intrigued. Um, I'm still not picking him, but, yeah, he's definitely uh, definitely owed, owed an apology for how he started. Yeah, I probably won't start with him either, but, geez, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm teetering, Barry. That 22K could come in handy, as I said, with Ben Air 7K. There's an extra 29. No, that's not right. Extra... 31k that you could be putting out, putting somewhere else. On, did I say 7k or 9k for air? 7k, yeah. So 29,000, yeah, good film. 29,000 that you could be putting somewhere else, which could could be handy, mm, definitely. All righty, uh, so there's the hustling heroes. So Jalen Galloway, Ben Air, Delhi for me. And your three? Uh, Tyler Cook, Taryn Armstrong, and Isaac Humphreys. Love it. On next. So our guys that aren't performing so well. The Brick Boys. The Brick Boys. The Brickies. <laughs> the Brickies. This I'll is be called a brick. 
<laughs> yeah, I've been caught a bricky a few times this year in uh, Thursday basketball. Uh, and uh, rightfully so. Rightfully so demoralising, so. isn't it? It is. It is. You know it's a bad shot when it, it hits a backboard and it's a shot clock in the same thing. Uh, uh, that's what a few of these guys are doing at the moment. That's what a few right. of these blokes that we're going to talk about are. Who we got? I'll start with the, the Bricky, um, Trent Flowers. Um, oh. I came with that last time. Yeah. With, with the report that ESPN had released about the, the point guard situation around him, and they absolutely nailed it in that first game. Um, yeah. Parker Jackson was elite at defending him up the court. And he really struggled. They did move him to a wing a little bit later. They got um, some other guys to bring the ball up, and he actually looked all right. But, yeah, for me, um, I'm currently um, trading him out. I'm not touching him. And if you look at the moment, through the first quarter, he's put up a donut across the board. So, is that a turnover um, or a foul? I reckon, yeah, so he's on <laughs> minus two. So um, not a good start for him, unfortunately. I think that they'll end up uh, moving him to a forward. Um and they'll probably end up shuffling Kade into that starting lineup. So yeah. that's my prediction. But right now. yeah, at the moment he's he's my bricky. Yep. Yeah, I've got him too. He's he's stunk. Uh straight to Ben Air, mate. <laughs> Who else straight you got? Straight to Ben Air. Um, I've got another one which we kind of discussed last week. Um definitely want to want to watch and see what he can do, but that was uh Jonah Bolden. Um, from mm. Sydney, um, probably a few alarm bells there. First alarm bell was he didn't start. He played behind Hunter. Um, whether they're just trying to work him in and get his legs, um, I don't want to spend 232k on someone who's um, going to find their legs in the first few rounds. Also, think there's a lot of mouths to feed at mm. Sydney. Um, Adams, Valentine, and Hogue. Um, you had Galloway in there as well. Like, there's a lot of guys that can score. There's a lot of guys that can get boards. Um, so they're going to be in no rush to get Bolden into into the team. So he's uh, he's my bricky at the moment. I think price at two thirty two. I think he can definitely get better elsewhere. I guess we mentioned um, Humphreys earlier. Yeah, he's a little bit more expensive, but he's doing a lot more for for that price. So what did you say? Um, Humphreys Jordan Bolden. Uh, two fifty one. Yeah. So there's. I'm telling you, these savings they all add up. <laughs> Import the they all add up, but I'm not. Sp- Next order, yeah, air. I'm not spending. I can't do it. I can't spend two thirty two on a bloke that um, he's not coming out and playing at least twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, mate. I'm telling you though. Next order, air. Import to Delhi and old mate Bowden to Humper. <laughs> Could happen, go. mate. Could happen. Where the magic happens. Who else you got? My, my, my last one, um, and this is solely from a fantasy perspective. This is not from his impact on a game, so I think he's a fantastic player, and I think he's going to win them, them some games, but mm-hmm. I just don't think he does anything outside of uh, score, mm-hmm. um, and that is Chris Goulding. So they priced at 262. Um, in his first game, he didn't score, which is very unlikely, but he put up a two. Yeah. So he had two fantasy points, and in his second game, he got going a little bit. He had 14, but he ended up on a score of 21. So not the worst there, but I just think he's, he's um, on court uh, scoring and impact is going to be a lot more than his fantasy. If he doesn't score, if he puts up a, um, 10 points or hits a few threes, um, I don't think he's going to contribute in the other, other categories enough, yeah. um, especially with guys like Illy, 
um, Luke Travers, um, Delhi, yeah, <laughs> Delhi, um, <laughs> yeah. I just don't think that um, there's quite going to be um, those other stats available for him. Yeah, yeah. On with you. Do you reckon that that second game would be a better reflection of where he's probably going to score? Do you think? Yeah, well, he can certainly, um, yeah, he can certainly average around those yeah, fifteen points. Um, the interesting thing in that second one is that he got um, two blocks and a steal, so he's, he's got his hands in the cookie. Yeah, no, he's got his hands in the cookie jar there. Um, but yeah, I just, I just reckon he's, he's a scorer, and yeah. scorers tend not to, to be the best fantasy options. You're looking for a big spread. Yeah, definitely. I think you meant, you mentioned that in, in the last episode around trying to find guys who are going to do, um, do more than just one thing. Um, so yeah, he'd be a pretty ordinary pick, wouldn't he? Yeah, good player though. Very good player. Oh yeah, real good player. Yeah. Um, you, you got he would have been really good a few years ago. I would imagine when he was oh, when he was really putting up some buckets. Um, yeah, he can get him. Yeah, right. I so uh, what about, I had, what about I had your flowers as well, Balby, as I call him now, yeah. um, because he he hasn't taken off. He's still stuck in the soil, uh, flower man. Uh, this one, I. I would be surprised if many people were looking at him. Oh, I certainly wasn't, but um, really, really ordinary for the price tag of two thirty-two, which was few of the guys have been around that sort of range. Um, was Reese Vague, the Vanilla Gorilla from Southeast Melbourne. Um, so in the uh, first game, six points, and in the second game, seven points. So he scored 13 total points and he's priced at 232, which I think is just a little bit embarrassing personally. But um, anyway, is what it is. Um, that's what Ben Air scored in one game. So get up there. You hold on, Benny Air, and I like it. It's good. Mate, you know, the NBA have Air Jordan, we have Air Ben. Um, I love that one. Yeah, so Reese Vague, do not even look at him. If you've got him in your team, let's have a quick look at the percentages. will take me a little bit. Um, so while I'm looking for it, uh, my other one was Jamal Franklin from Adelaide, which we um, spoke a little bit about um, around how how he could potentially fit. And you said you don't know him personally, which was a bit disappointing. Um, but his attitude doesn't probably look like it's going to be super duper awesome. Uh, he looked like he had the bottom lip down for a while. He's got nine points, which for an import is um, pretty ordinary. Uh, as we speak right now in this game, he's got zero, he's zero, only played four minutes. He's had an assist and two turnovers. So he's on minus two. Um, so if you were looking at his Philippine numbers, he was unbelievable video game, but his NBL blitz. Numbers have been um, extremely short of where they would like them to be, I would imagine. So I can see him being released pretty early in Adelaide, trying to pick something else up. Um, so if you got him, scrap him. Um, yep, that's me three brickies. So Flowers, Vague and a Franklin. Yeah, not bad. I definitely... Uh... Definitely on my my uh, not on my team, uh, and, and definitely yeah, watching them closely, and hopefully we see a bit of improvement. Yeah. Uh, Speaking uh, of uh, keeping an eye on 
people closely. We'll move on to the scouting report. So Ooh, yeah, the scouting some people that we've, we've uh, we need to see a bit more from before we fully make the mind up on these guys. Who we got? Um, I'm my first one. Um, I do think that he's going to be thereabouts at 69k for Josh Bannon. Mm-hmm. I think he could be a really nice pick. Um, Ten boards is a great number. Um, and especially with Bainsey out there getting nine boards for him still to be able to do that, it's pretty awesome. Um, if he gets um, four more points, um, he ends up with a double-double and ends up with a nice-looking score. Um, he got 24. He had those four points, 28. He had the five for the double-double. He ends up on 33, which is fantastic for the player price at 69K. So if he can do that in the at least the first few games, um, I'll be happy with that. But I'm happy to sit him on my bench and just watch watch the money pile up. But, yeah, just keep an eye on him. Um, he's definitely worth a look on your bench, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he really impressed me as well, but very hard to tell from a guy at that price um, from one game as well. And um, Toral Harrison didn't play in that first game either, so he'll chew some of those minutes up. But having a starting spot, it's obviously really positive. Um, I think he's looking like a really good pick still at this stage. Yeah, I think um, I think Brisbane, because they're kind of, I think they're going to transition into a bit of a new identity. And they obviously were a bust last year as a team. And I think they're going to experiment. They've got the new coach. And I think there's going to be opportunities there for guys. So it even means like you've you pretty much put a fair few blokes on the, the watch list from Brisbane if you want. You could have Bannon. You can have Isaac White. You can keep an eye on Norton, Zakarski. Um, John, uh, Johns, who's 59k, saw five minutes, so they had a nice spread of players out there. Um, so yeah, it's about four or five guys from Brisbane to keep it on and just mm. see who's who's getting the minutes at the at the right yep. time. Yeah, my um, my second watch this one is uh, he's almost scouting reports. One, he should he's exciting to watch, and two, he's a jack jumper, and three, oh, I just love it when he shoots the ball. I just hope every time he shoots it, it goes in. I, I just love it. He takes well, good shots. That happens for all the Jackies players. They never miss a shot for the whole season. Yeah, but oh, I, just, oh, I just reckon he's great. I love watching him. And I love watching him just then. Um, in the Scott Roth presser, he said that he's going to try and integrate those imports in there a little bit more. He's going to give him more opportunity. And he ended up scoring 18 points, five and six. End up with a score of 36, um, mm. which I think is probably going to be a bit more realistic for where he's at. I think that him and Parker Jackson are two guys that are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched two games now, um, Parker Jackson, and he's if you do not have someone that can stay in front of him, uh, you're gonna have a horrendous time. So, so quick, he didn't it? play yeah, he didn't play in the fourth quarter um mm-hmm. today, or if he did, it was very limited. So he even still got a nice score today without um them. He's gonna play in the fourth in the regular season. So they're, they're two guys I like in the backcourt. And um, as I said, you can have four imports on your starting lineup, and those two could be two, which would be um, both have potential to put up some really big numbers. Yep. So, Parker Jackson Cartwright, your man? Yeah. And um, yeah, J- Jordan Crawford. Nah, Jordan Crawford's okay. my man. That's where I Jordan thought you were Crawford. going with it, yeah. but then you started talking yeah. about <laughs> BJC. I'm like just I was just enjoying the commentary and I was just enjoying watching them both play and it was just a good game and yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with what I saw from both of them. So, so they both I am going with Crawford. 
No, no, no. I've got Josh Bannon on my scouting report. Yes. I've got Crawford yeah. on my scouting report. Who I tacked in with the I was just watching the game and then Wait, you've thrown oh, an mate. extra person in there. No, I haven't and now I've got my third. Now I've Back got my third. Which, no, he's kind of like two and a half. So <laughs> if you watched the last game, you would have seen him. So it's like he, he falls in there. Kids. It is, but Anyway, tell me who you've got. Who's your fourth? Who my third one is? You've rattled me now. Okay, he's my fourth. Fourth (laughs) one. Um, Brawling. Brawling from the the Hawks. Samson. Yeah, no, not Samson. Um, But, yeah, big old Frawling. He had a a nice game. He had six and ten. He falls into kind of that Bannon category as well. If they end up getting their score up to a double-double, it's going to be a nice look. They ran a lot of pick and roll with him. Um, and he's obviously their main, one of their main pieces. Um, so I really liked his game. He's a little bit more expensive. So I know you yeah, don't like this. I know you don't like him. More expensive. Yeah, I know you don't like them when they're a little bit more expensive. But um, I thought that, yeah, he's definitely a player that can be a nice little uh, double-double threat mm-hmm. um, throughout. So any player that's a double-double threat is always a little bit on my radar. So yeah. that's why I've gone with him. So yeah. just keep an eye on him. If he puts up the double doubles, he's going to put up some big numbers. Yeah. Question for you. Two fifty nine. Yep. For, um, sorry, not two fifty nine. Um, three twenty for him. Or, yeah. or do you save yourself sixty nine thousand and get Humper? You could. You could. Um, and certainly you're probably going to get get similar point output. I guess it probably depends on a little bit of the. The schedule, um, mm. if Froling plays an extra game, then you could see that extra game being the extra value. Yeah. Um, and I think you're probably going to get it, the the money, um, which is probably going to be a bit of insurance where you're probably going to get a bit more consistency out of Froling. Yeah. But he's only on my mm. scouting report. He's my yeah. fourth guy on the scouting report. <laughs> so um, obviously watch his space. But, yeah, he could uh, he could definitely be someone that you could include. He could be an upgrade from Tyler Cook later. Yep. So um, he's definitely an option out there. Yep. Hmm. So, how many do you have in the scouting report? I've only got three, mate. How many do you have? I've only got three, yeah, three. but I'm just going to touch on uh, your last one. So um, just from the question I asked you, Illawarra got one game, one game, two games. Adelaide, two, two, one. Probably answers it for me. Um. Anyway. I'm just going to flash back to my brick boy, my last brick boy, Reese Vague. Seventy-nine people own him. By the end of tomorrow, I want that number to be zero. If you've got him in your team, you may you may as well just um, delete your team. I reckon that's him. You can't have him. He's that's embarrassing. I, some people it's end up picking on autofill. Maybe seventy-nine people hit autofill. Just don't. Maybe bother. seventy-eight. Maybe he's got himself in his own team. Mm, interesting. I bet you those are the people that are still writing the letter U instead of Y-O-U in text messages. They're just they're saving time. Anyway, <laughs> on to my scouting report. I've got uh, Gary Clark from Illawarra. Um, I didn't mind his game, um, but he only had the five points five rebounds, an assist, four steals, and two turnovers for 20 points, which 20 points um, doesn't seem too bad. He was 
their second highest scorer, and he only actually scored five points. So that's an interesting one. Obviously, the steals are really impressive, um, which you would assume that would drop, but he would pick that up from the points market. So is around his 20 points enough for an import at 277? Probably not. Um, so I'll be keeping an eye on him for the next couple of games. Although I don't like their schedule. But one to watch for later in the season. Um, I've got Bobby Clintman from Cairns. Um, he really impressed me. He had uh, in 20 minutes, 14 points, five rebounds, two assists, three steals. Had the four turnovers, though, which hurts you. But um, new to the league, very, very young guy. Had the 24 points at 115. So... 162,000 cheaper than Clark and outscored him by four. But do you know why he scored so well? Why he got those 14 points? We, as in, why? He's 14 he, real yeah, points. It's because he's yeah, not super coaches. Um, well, he did a bit of everything, really. He was, he was aggressive looking for a shot. He cut really well off the ball. He got a couple of cheapies. Um, like backdoors. Um, he was pretty aggressive going to the hoop as well. Um, seemed to be really confident in his offensive game, and he's obviously got the license to do that as well. Um, Adam Ford's going to be a coach that's going to give guys a license um, and oh, yeah. and then coach them through their mistakes. Um, really interesting on the commentary they were talking about. Um, he spoke, spoke to the team before the game about Bryce Cotton kicking his legs out, and then he ended up getting fouled on four three-point shots. And after the game, he said he was really glad to see it happen because then he could show the players the vision and actually coach that. So he's a guy that he's not afraid for players to make mistakes. So I think Clipman could be a really, really good pick. Um, but I want to see a little bit more of him. Obviously, one game, hard to tell. Um, and the other one I had was Denzel Valentine. Obviously, another import at 277. Um, I'm just... I'm like, he, he scored 32 points. He had eight turnovers, which is huge. Um, he scored 17 points, um, which was the second highest behind Jalen Galloway at 18. But when Adams and Hogue come back, does he still have that lead offensive role? Probably not, I wouldn't have thought. So I'll be interested to see that um, and see if those guys actually get a run through the blitz. If they don't, I probably can't pick him. I've I've picked him, um, and I've I'm I, I'm pretty I, I saw some good things from him, um, in that in that game he he got a lot of those those seventeen points late, um, definitely those two threes in the last little bit helped his game, um, but yeah probably the turnovers a big bit, but the guy's not going to average eight turnovers, so maybe no. he's a bit too casual, maybe he wasn't ready for the the intensity which is uh-huh. is the NBL, so maybe that yeah. caught him a bit off guard. Yeah, I didn't uh, think his handle was that good. You're on him. I'm off him at this stage. That is a watch for a reason. All right. Fair enough. Move on to our last little segment and the questionos. So we've had a few questions come in from the Instagram, which is always good. Uh, Love helping people out with this. Um, So um, let me scroll down. I've got to keep going down a little bit. so the first question was around Bryce Cotton. 
is cotton worth it or should the cash be distributed over a couple of mid-tier players? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, I have done a little bit of research in this. Um, so Cotton at the moment is is on a tear um, mm. and playing playing really well. So he's had um, a 50-point game, a 64-point game, um, and a 35-point game. Uh, he's also had 27 and 22. So he's putting up numbers. I think he is going to be in our top three-point scorers at the end of the, end of the season, provided he doesn't get injured. So it definitely... If you want to, you're going to have him at some stage. It just depends when you get him. Yeah. Um, a few options, I guess, if you go with him starting, um, your other players that are in your guard spots essentially are going to be under 130K. So if you can get those players that are going to play really well and, and get you scores around the 20 mark, which is going to be pretty good. Um, I had people like Sean McDonald in his first game, he got 23. Hmm. But then you look at his second game, he got 10. So you're going to have a guy on your fit on your court next to Cotton that's priced 129. That's going to be inconsistent. So they could get you a score of 20, which will definitely justify the Bryce Cotton price. But if they get you a score of five or six, um, you're definitely relying heavily on Bryce Cotton having a good game. So a few options you can have: yeah, Cotton at 466, and a, a guard under 130k next to him. Alternatively, you can go with um, Two imports, um, or you can have two two imports for two seventy seven, and then you're looking at essentially the same price there. So the question lies with: Would you rather have Cotton, who's going to be a top scorer, you can put your captaincy on him, um, and he can put put out some good scores with a player that's a little bit unreliable, hmm. or do you take uh, two imports who could both potentially score the same as Cotton and have some really good games? So yeah. um, what I kind of worked out was that Cotton's played five games so far, bit of a spread. Um, it's obviously hard because there's a bit of preseason, a bit of blitz in there. Yeah, but he ends up with a score of, a total score from those five games of 198. So if he oh, did so that at the start of the regular season, yeah, so if he does that in the regular season, <laughs> um, he, w- he would drop in price. So <laughs> they do that in the first few games. Um, they play they play five games, I think, in the first first three. Um, yeah, two, one, two. So, yeah. So if he does that, he'll drop in price heading into that fourth, where in that fourth round. Whereas your imports um, that you get could have a favourable schedule and could go up in price as well, and you might be able to meet halfway there later on in the season. So, I guess with Bryce Cotton, um, I'm going with the two imports instead. Um, I do really like him, and mm-hmm. I could certainly would not blame anyone for picking him up and just putting the captaincy on him and letting the points ride. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with the two imports um, just because I think that they could potentially have games similar to Cotton. And also, if Cotton has one bad game, then his price is going to drop dramatically. Yeah. Hmm. Don't mind it. Yeah, good analysis. Uh, something I'm considering doing is having him to start for his two games and then trading him after round one. Chuck the captaincy on him for round one and then trade him down to like Jalen Adams, who's got two games in the second round. And then use that 100-odd K to fix something up if I need to. 
Yeah, it's not a bad shout because I'm looking at my team and there's not a lot of guys that I want to trade out. Um, so I probably won't be getting him early. If I don't, if I decide not to start with him, I probably won't be getting him to a lot later. And maybe by then the damage will be done. Um, mm. or maybe by then he might be a price that, that I can afford. So it's a tough one. Like, yeah, you have to take him at 466 and re- you, you might trade him out after the first two rounds. Yeah. Um, or yeah, do you keep him? <laughs> do you, um, go to the other guards. It's a, it's a tough choice because yeah. no one knows. He could go up in price. He could end up 550K yeah. and be impossible to get. Yeah. Um, also, he could come down to 400K and be very gettable for everyone. So yeah. it's going to be yeah. a real watch this space. Yeah, it's a real um, decision, that one. It's probably the hardest decision, I reckon. Anyway, yeah. hmm. so that one can't, that one actually came from uh, my wife, Bronte. Um, I think she's just seen the most expensive player and heard us talking at some point and wonders if uh, if it's worth it. So, But a good question. I reckon a lot of people probably want to know that. Uh, this one's from Sam. <laughs> Love it from Sam. Yeah. I've got one word for you. Delavadova. <laughs> On your Sam. Not really a question, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're big on him. Respect the Cavs champion. Um. This one comes from Tom. Tom says, should I be worried about Valentine's eight turnovers, which we've already touched on? Um, but a quick summary. He's not going to average eight turnovers mm-hmm. when the regular season starts. He might hover around two or three, but he's yep. definitely not getting um, he's definitely not getting eight. And that minus 16 is actually huge. Um, yeah. The guys that have got two or three turnovers um, – if they've got more than that, they're getting four or five. You just see the score drop dramatically, regardless yeah. of what else they've done. They haven't been able to put up a good score. Yeah. Um, we'll have a couple more. Um, so uh, one thing, I'll add one thing actually first with that. Uh, Valentine's eight turnovers will definitely drop, which I also think will come from his drop in usage rate. Um, and then... I think some of his other things will drop as well, his points and assists too. So uh, you lose the negatives, but I think you also lose the positives. I think his score will um, dip a little bit from that performance last night. Um, This one comes from Lockie. Uh, Will Tyler Cook's production drop when Mitch Creek um, takes the court? Um, I think that he's he's still going to put up numbers. Um, I think that Mitch Creek might help him out a little bit um, and also playing in that 4-5 um, position with him. He might open him up for, for more lobs, more more points in the paint. He might free him up a little bit. I think that when you play with good players, um, he may not have as big a usage rate, but the guy's playing for a contract. He's going to put up those stats. So yeah. um, while Alan Williams is gone, ride the hot hand with Tyler Cook. Yeah, agreed. I think he's... Uh... Must-haves to start from what he's done so far. All right, mate. We'll uh, we'll leave it there, and uh, we're going to do the next episode on Sunday once you get back from Melbourne. Hey, once I, I get home from hopefully getting tickets to the Pies and Giants game. Mm. So, Derry's in Brisbane, you're in Melbourne, and I'll just be sitting here doing analysis to uh, help everyone win a car, hopefully. So, um, again, thanks to Jibat. 
you are 15, get on the website. Super coach code 248705 for the $250 prize pack and uh, the tipping comp by the link tree on Instagram. Sign Jack McVay jersey for that one. And uh, we'll see you all uh, in a few days' time. Thanks, Baz. Bye for now.